It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, where you come to hear military and intel experts. America Out Loud talk radio plays on the iHeartRadio network, and you can also hear them on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa. That's AAA, where we stream 24-7, and now you can also hear them on the podcast on those same apps. All of our shows go to podcasts typically one to two days after the broadcast is heard on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for us on the National Security Hour. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the videos, so that we can help secure America's future. Now, today we have a special panel with Liberty and Justice for All. The National Security Hour today, we have General Thomas McInerney, Ed Hoglin, Dr. Michael Scheuer, and myself, Colonel Mike. This is gonna be great, four of us together, and we're all members of the national security team on AmericaOutloud.news. So let me introduce the first guest on the panel today, General McInerney. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, uh, Colonel Mike. Thanks very much for having me. Ed, how are you doing? Doing fantastic. Look forward to the discussion. Very much. All right, so. you, you you survived that uh, FEMA blast, right? So okay, that's great, Doctor Mike. I'm nifty, Colonel, as always, and glad to hear from you. All right, so it's five o'clock somewhere. All righty, so let's start it off. General McInerney, how would you like to start the conversation today? Well, I think we ought to discuss uh, McCarthy's removal uh, uh, first, and then uh, there are a couple other issues that we should uh, should bring up uh, on the election and uh, the direction the Republican Party is going and uh, what the open, open, blatant, criminality of what the Biden administration is doing in the election, as well as in the uh, open borders, fentanyl, et cetera. Would you like to touch on Trump today? Yes. Okay, start it off. Go ahead. Ed, you want to start? General McInerney, who wants to start? Uh, uh, let me let me start. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, General. Uh, go ahead, General. Yeah, here's what I think... Uh, because I'm uh, kind of again running against the stream in many ways. I think the Republicans made a mistake to remove um, Kevin McCarthy. Now, I'm not saying that they're not going to be able to uh, get a better uh, speaker, but they're going to lose somewhere between two weeks and a month at a very critical time. And in that critical time, they've got to get a budget. They've got to work on inflation the border, of course, and crime in America. And so that's that's why I think their timing wasn't good. I particularly am critical of, uh, of the eight who did not vote for the Freedom Caucus's continuing resolution. They had two there in which they hit the border, they hit the budget, et cetera. So I think uh, Matt Gates and, and the other seven pulled the trigger too early. 
They should have waited till they got through the whole year. Uh, now they've lost, as I say, anywhere from two weeks to a month on activities and actions that they ought to be working on. So, so that's my take on it. Okay. I guess that's a that's a that's a great great start to the program here. And so, just so the people in American Out Loud and uh, and National Security Hour understand. We respectfully agree to disagree at times amongst even ourselves. And that so General McInery's point, I can understand exactly where he's coming from, because that's where, you know, Newt Gingrich, Victor Davis Hansen, and others have also come down. And there is some inherent risk in, in what he said. But I also look at it from the perspective is we've been complacent and compliant with this democratic leadership for the last six decades. And we've always got our hat handed to us in every instance. And McCarthy edged his best by making an agreement with Pelosi that, that I don't know why, but he thought he'd uphold the agreement with him and back him. And so uh, to me, that's all you need to know about that. But the second point is, this is a perfect time from my, my perspective to upset the apple card. Because we're going into an election year and the conservatives have yet to figure out this is not normal politics. This is an absolute blood sport for absolute power that has been going on for some time here. And I think these folks here, if nothing else, sort of did a bitch slap to the Congress and said, hey, wake up here because the American people right now are 70 to 80 percent in support of doing something different but all we were doing is the same old same hole at least that's my take on it colonel mike all right let dr, dr. Mike. dr mike come in dr mike you come in now i i i tend to agree that there is a a place for orderly and well calculated moves as the general uh said but we don't have a lot of time you know, no, how much more chaos can you have in a Congress that never does anything but hurt the American people? That's the goal of the Democrats. Pain has always been their goal. And, you know, I think personally that the people who are going to vote uh, MAGA are going to like this. And and it's the same kind of thing that Trump brought to the system, which was a, a disturbing, um, almost chaotic reaction to to his his words, his intent his defense of the American people. Um, I, I, I perhaps am a Cassandra. I think we've waited too long, as a matter of fact. But uh, be that as it may, here we are. And I can only wish them luck, and I hope they they come up with something uh, during this quick vacation they're on at the moment. So um, I don't know. That's where I stand. I, I'm. It's better that it happened uh, than, that, than if it had not happened. Uh, we're better off today than we were yesterday. And frankly, uh, Hansen and and uh, uh, Mr. Gingrich, who I know and I have a great deal of respect for his capabilities and his talents, but waiting isn't going to do much of anything except make it harder, make it worse. Um, yeah, I, I, they did the right thing as far as I'm concerned. Okay, I'm going to put my two cents in. I agree with Ed and uh, Mike, General McInerney, and the reason I agree with them is no better time to do it than sometime because we've been waiting a long time. 
And I think it's a great time because Donald Trump is fighting every way, which way in lawsuits and, and lawfare. Donald Trump is being hammered by these these useless judges. And now, you know, you have to take a stand. And this helps Donald Trump, too. It shows that, listen, this Republican work and, you know, it's just status quo doesn't work anymore. People are tired of it. You know, McCarthy made promises. Yeah, they break all their promises. They lie all the time. But you know what? He he just didn't belong there anymore. And it's time up. And uh, however Gates did it, whether he did it right, whether he did it wrong, if you listen to Gates uh, when he was with Eric Bowen on Fox, he he nailed it every 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 point. He had every point. You know why they had to do what they did. You know, like guess what? But look how look, General. You're saying we're losing time. Why didn't they go to work the next morning? Oh, seven hundred. No, they're going to wait till Tuesday to get their act together. So it's still status quo, whether it's Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise got health problems. I think it's a bad choice there because the guy has health problems. Pick somebody, you know, go forward. Maybe you had a slim majority. Maybe you didn't. But you know what? I'm all for it. It's time for change. Too long with the rhinos. Go ahead, General. Look, I think you all three got good points. Uh, And let's wrap it up. But uh, my concern was, those eight had the opportunity to vote for the continuing resolution that the Freedom Caucus met. If we'd have gone through till January and seen if he had four budgets that are already up at uh, over at the Senate, but th- those budgets aren't going to be approved by the Senate. So let him get the other uh, seven that he had to go up to get 11. Well, and, and see if he closed the deal on that. And yeah. then uh, my, one of my biggest concerns is, is he hasn't pushed, and we ought to talk about this, is the 6th January. But in any case, it is what it is. Uh, oh, and my last point was, we let the Democrats determine whether he was going to stay or not. Now, if we had 218 or 200 uh, Republicans that did it, I'd feel better about it. We only had eight. Enough said. Let's move on. It is what it is. And uh, what we've got to do is see if we can recover from this and move on to more important issues. Let's take a little discussion on, uh, uh, I think, on the 6th January. Because Go ahead. It, it's becoming even more apparent and more evidence is coming up that this was a deliberate false flag operation by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And... Uh, and that's why I believe that getting all those videos out are very important to a bunch of different networks. Now, I think you all agree and, and know that Tucker was fired because the day he was fired, that night he was going on with his second iteration. Remember, he had the, the Shamu on and it showed him being escorted, I say honor guard, through the Capitol. And uh, once the judge saw it after he'd given him two years in, in the slammer, uh, he uh, vacated that. And so he's out on his own now because that's the evidence that will prove that there are lots of FBI agents, etc., that were in and creating that chaos and that the Capitol Hill police deliberately let all those people in. So... Uh, that is important that the American people know. So we take that tool that the mainstream media 
and the Democrats are saying that it was an in insurrection. It was a false flag. It was like Kristallnacht when Hitler uh, did what he did in Germany. And they set that up. We must dispel that because that goes directly to what you're talking about, Colonel Mike, and all of us. We must focus on this election. And that's one of the key things that I'm, I'm very critical of on uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, although he had given it to Tucker. And so uh, I rest my case, but let's talk about your views on the evidence because the Democrats had a motive for not wanting that to be successful because the Republicans had issues that they were going to bring up. And uh, I sent it out to you all that showed that even Pence was going to use the Electoral uh, Act to, uh, to protest in some of the battleground states. Over to you. Who wants to go, Mike or Ed? Go next. Well, I, General, I think. Go ahead, go ahead Mike. Sure. No, you, sir. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So, General, I you know I agree with that. So, what's what's important here that you're highlighting is that this is a pre-planned, pre-planned operation. They refused the National Guard. They refused the police reports. They did nothing because it was a setup. Christopher Ray and Attorney General Garland. Uh, both a, a compromise, in my opinion, both went on the Hill and for, did not say a word about the FBI agents embedded within there or the informants embedded within there. But what, what this shows is the importance of the narrative. And so that whole narrative, they had preset and set up so that on that day, on January 6th, they knew a disruption would happen. They facilitated that disruption. And then they amplified it with their own false narratives to hide the truth. But what's amazing here, though, based on what the general said, is that conservatives, Republicans, and others continue to say that, well, January 6th was this awful thing. And then they go on and say, but we should look at other things. But they never look at what really happened. They never have a narrative about what really happened. So... So over to you, Dr. Mike. It is very frustrating to watch. It is very frustrating. And I think we don't we, we tend to forget also looking for these uh, uh, plants that they put into the crowd is the fact that there are now, I think, still several hundred people in jail for three years without any kind of due process. And that's that's certainly a first for uh, American history. Uh, and and the problem is that I see with this whole thing is it's in Washington. You can't get a court to entertain any of this information in the District of Columbia. And you can't, you don't have the power to to impeach uh, or, or the will to impeach uh, um, Garland and Ray and Biden and the rest of them. So the real problem is Washington, D.C., is, is the environment there. For which is dominated by one party and is dominated by illegality, and so, uh, you know, I'm I'm all for doing whatever we can, but my God, uh, if you get, if any if any Republican gets uh, you know indicted in Washington, he's a done done like dinner. He's he's just finished. So, 
the environment was perfect for the Democrats. The the collusion against the law by the Democrats and the cabinet members and the cabinet uh, 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 cabinet agencies around the, the state. The I, I would still like to know if there were special forces in that in that uh, uh, um, demonstration also. But it's just it's the swamp is too too kind a word. It's almost a flattering word for what it is. It's a cesspool. It's it's not it's toxic. But the on this specific problem, I don't know what the way is to go forward, unless um, you know there is a, a a military action against. All right, Mike, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We'll bring it back for the second segment. We're coming up. On the commercial break, we want to thank you for being on the America Out Loud talk radio, AmericaOutloud.news. You're on the National Security Hour with General McInerney, Ed Hoagland, Dr. Michael Shore, and myself, Colonel Mike. We're going to go to break. We'll be back on the second segment. Mike, you can just continue with that. My thoughts are, listen, if you don't hold these people resp- responsible for what they did to this country, then what, what, what country do we have? What do we have? We have what do we have at that point? So let's go to commercial break. We'll be back on the other side. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The Miracle Enzyme Natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. 
boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. You're on with Dr. Michael Scheuer, Ed Hoagland, and our special guest here today on the National Security Hour, the main man of the team, General Thomas McInerney. General, let's go back to you for a minute. I mean, I think that's one of the most important issues when you talk about what happened on the Hill and January 6th, because that is basically our freedom. And uh, they didn't do a lot of work on January 6th. And, you know, you as you said, Tucker was going to bring it out on the second time, but are we ever going to be able to hold these people responsible? Now, you did put out something about uh, Mike Pence going to do the electoral thing, and then all of a sudden their uh, planned collusion with the Democrats and Biden administration worked. So let's continue on that for a minute, and then we'll go to another subject. But this is a great panel today on the America Out Loud Talk Radio, AmericaOutloud.news. Go ahead, General. Well, um I, I want to hear Dr. Uh, Mike's uh, views on it, uh, or Ed's, uh, and then then I want to come back in on it because you're. It is extremely critical that we discuss this, so the audience understands how important this is to the 2024 election. So let me turn it over to uh, Ed or Dr. Mike. Well, let me finish what I was going to say. It's it, it, it's it's just um, it's kind of a a small version of a big picture, more a more intense picture. The the cap the capital itself, the capital city, is under the control of the domestic enemy of the United States. The bureaucracy has been in their hands basically since 1936. Um, their 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 intentions are carried out publicly and with like shooting that gentleman that worked for the Democratic National Committee. Uh, surreptitiously, um, they control judges, federal, local, administrative. It's a, it's a small picture, but a very sharply defined one of the enemy of our country, of the American constitution, of the working class in this country, and, and really of all people, because they have no, as the colonel said yesterday, you know, Americans are just collateral damage or expendable as far as Democrats are concerned. That's why they're bringing all these foreigners into the country. So the the problem we have with the 6th of January is it didn't happen in Montana or in uh, uh, Virginia, where at least there'd be a choice, uh, a, ch- a chance to have a judge that would listen to what happened and decide on that basis. So I think you're absolutely right, Dr. Shoy, but let me add to that. It says, it says that the control there, they also continually telegraph. So what we see is they're continuing to focus and get everyone to focus still on January 6th, which is critically important to get the truth out. But in the meantime, as, as we know, the left tends to telegraph what they're going to do next. And so if you take a look at Newsweek, okay, it's Newsweek, Newsweek a left-wing outfit. Okay, the left always pushes out whether it's the Washington Compost, the old dead gray lady up in New York, or Newsweek and others. They push out floaters in terms of what they're going to do next. So in Newsweek, they have an article now that talks about the FBI is now 
saying that Donald Trump's followers are being targeted as 24, 24 electioneers. Now, why is that? It's a, they, they're painting everybody who's mega as extremists, as they did from the outset after, on January 6th. So they're amplifying that narrative. But now, why did they release something saying the FBI is targeting mega people and concerned about mega people and law enforcement and, and such like that? Why is that? Well, because they're setting the stage. If you take a look at that, that narrative and what they're driving there, and then you combine it with what we've seen in New Mexico, when the governor of New Mexico unilaterally suspended the Second Amendment rights. Now, do you see where this is going for the 2024 election? This is going to be a January 6th repeat, only it's going to be a preordained stage setting by another set of miscreants who are going to cede the grounds for a so-called uh, anarchy or insurrection or something. But it's going to be a whole false flag operation in my mind. And that's one great potential that could come our way. But we don't focus on those things to prevent them. We just react. And so that's my concern here, generals. We need to think about how do we then position ourselves to preclude this type of things from happening and shut down these preordained plans the Democrats have, which are very nefarious and very evil. If I could follow okay, that Ed. point just Ed, very... I'm Okay, sorry. I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead. I was just going to follow with one quick point. The, uh, the thing that maybe most Americans aren't paying attention to uh, internal Catholic uh, meetings, but the Pope, Pope came out yesterday and damned and demonized the American people for uh, not being uh, supportive of having their backs broken economically by climate change. And what that does, it, all of a sudden, he's a very pop, he's a very popular guy on the left, so it's going to get some attention in the United States. But what that does is all of a sudden um, uh, revive the FBI's assault on Catholicism and conservative Catholics, especially, and all religions, but especially on Catholicism in, uh, you know, several months ago or half a year ago. Uh, so the, the Pope is even on board with these idiots. And, and uh, he, that's an opening shot of another battle yesterday from Rome. And Americans should know that. That man no more deserves to be the Pope than I do. And I certainly do not deserve to be the Pope. But he is a typical South American uh, uh, money transfer socialist. That's all he is. He's got as much to do as the church is, is, with the church as, as my coffee cup. In fact, my coffee cup says St. Uh, Catherine's on it. So it's, it's maybe a little bit more. But it's... It's it's just everything. All of these things work together, and the Pope, basically, in my mind, declared open season on Catholics in this country to the to the uh, whores that work for the Democratic Party. Well, here's what I was going to say, Ed, which chimes in with what you were saying. Hillary Clinton just came out two days ago, and she says she doesn't understand Americans who support Russian President Vladimir Putin in his war against Ukraine. She don't understand why Americans are siding. You know where that's going. That's just a, they just threw it out there. That's just a little bait because they're going to continue on that and say, well, the MAGAs are hooked up with Putin. So I'll go back to General McInerney. Go ahead, sir. Well, look, we're spot on. <clears throat> the District of Columbia, the, the judicial, as was pointed out, the corruptness that we have seen, and they're seeing every day right now what's going on in New York City. 
with uh, President Trump. And uh, you, you have a judge that's corrupt there. You have a, a state uh, attorney general that's corrupt that brought the case for. It is the most blatant we have ever seen in our history. And, and that's why uh, I believe that uh, we are working in the right arena that the Republicans have got to attack these issues because they are so blatant. And if uh, McCarthy's replacement does that, then then we're going to be in a position to win because you've laid it out. They're going to use the same game plan that they used in 2020. They're going to use all the mail-in ballots. You've seen the governor of Pennsylvania declared when you register for a driver's license, then you automatically are registered to vote. Well, how many of these illegals that are being deliberately imported in here will be voting in Pennsylvania? And so it is so obvious. So that's why we've got to be countering it and why our listeners have got to understand how corrupt the Democratic Party. It's no longer a Democratic Party. It has stepped over into the Communist Party. It's not a socialist. It is the Communist Party for what they're doing. And that's why I think putting the, the tail on the pinning the tail on the donkey on the false flag operation on 6 January is so obvious because there's so much video that will prove our point. And, uh, and, and that's why whoever the new speaker is must, and it doesn't take a lot of work on his effort, you move it out to the media, to the non-corrupt part of the media. But we know the mainstream media, like the D.C. bureaucracy, is corrupt. And so we've got to counter that and flooding it out, flooding it out across the country. All this video is extremely important. Over to you. Yeah, General McInerney, so, so I think we need to do that. But concurrently, concurrently, when we hear Attorney General Merrick Garland say the tax by domestic terrorists are tax on us all collectively and aimed at rendering the fabric of our democratic society and driving us apart. Now, why is he saying that? And why is the FBI amping up this mega stuff when America as a whole sees crime-ridden cities, felonies-ridden cities, drugs, everything else, why is it that Attorney General Garner talk about that when they've shut down the Chinese counterintelligence investigations Trump had? So they have all these other things that are much more predominant because the only domestic terrorism we've seen has been from the left. But to, to your point also there is that even in my, my former home state, the People's Republic of Minnesota, all the illegals there are now getting driver's licenses. <clears throat> so if you follow the narrative, this is part of the cognitive war I talk about a lot. Follow the narrative. Why are they doing that? Because just like January 6th, by the time people figure it out and try to fight it back, it's too late. The game's over. They've won. The narrative's won. So where's the pushback, to your point, General, not only on January 6th now, but using it to highlight what's coming with the driver's license, with the fact they're focusing on mega people as criminals, even though we've seen the, the justice system weaponized, 
yet they let crime run rampant in the cities and they're letting illegals, nine million illegals into the country without any any recourse whatsoever. I mean, it's not a hard case to make, but where the hell is someone with half a brain on the hill? Okay, and that's why I was glad to see McCarthy out. Jim Jordan, I think, has a great chance. And Jim Jordan has a great chance to then amplify this. But we need someone who can vocalize this and, and has to get this counter story out so people can be aware and avoid what's coming. Back Ed, I'd be happy to volunteer just right here in the Beltway and outside the Beltway, right down the street from where Congress is, 14th Street to be exact. There's a CVS store that was on the news this morning. The shelves are totally clean, totally clean. They interview the black people in the neighborhood. One lady with a Jamaican accent says, well, I understand if you have to steal a little bit, you don't have the money. You just steal a little bit, but don't wipe out the, the store. Another lady, another black lady said, younger lady said, I don't understand why they're stealing everything. But they come on delivery day and clean out the store. You have Mayor Bowser in there since 2015. It's, go- it's coming up on 10 years. Just what they wanted, diversity, equity, inclusion, a mayor and now a new police chief diverse DEI, okay? The Congress can't even walk down the street and look at the crime, let alone what's going on in Philadelphia and other major cities. And that's it's a very good point, Ed. That's a very good point. They're looking at MAGA. They're looking at Christians. They're looking at Catholics. Our government, our FBI, are looking internally. In the meantime, the border's open. That's another thing. Where's all our congressmen? General, where's all our congressmen? Is anybody going to the border with Michael Yan? Is anybody going to Eagles Pass? Is anybody going to the new camps they set up outside of Houston in these nice uh, suburb communities? No. They're still talking about something on the Hill. So we have to even reach out further. And we have to say, well, would you like to take a plane ride? You know, they get it for free anyway. They're not paying. Dr. Mike, what do you say? Yeah, I think that's that's exactly correct. Uh, I agree with mo- almost all of what you, all you have said on this. It's a uh, it's time. And I think one one answer to this in terms of getting what the general said about getting the information flowing across the country is to let Jordan stay uh, where he is and put Trump in as the speaker. I think that is the most disrupt, disruptive thing we could do, but the most important, because he can talk directly whenever he wants to, to the people who support him and to gain new supporters. I don't really understand the Constitution. I looked at the uh, uh, text of the document, and it doesn't say anything about the Speaker having to be a member of Congress. So maybe it is possible, but it would protect him for the time being from court cases. It would give him a a better pulpit than the president has because the president's a doofus and can't use the one he's got. And he could talk to the American people every day. Uh, he could be invited on on Sunday news talks to talk about, uh, you know, that kind of thing, at least on the conservative side. And and Jordan, who I think is doing a, a fair job, a fiercely fair job, uh, could stay where he is. Now, that's just one guy's opinion, but it seems to me that's that's one option to take. If they fear okay. Trump, if they fear okay. Trump out on the on the on the trail, on the political trail, campaigning, they'll fear the hell out of them even more right there in the middle of their... Let's go Let's go right to General McInerney. Go ahead, General yeah. McInerney. What do you say about that? Well, I think it's a, um, a very good course of action. Another good course of action is Devin Nunez. 
But the value of Trump is if they put him in as a speaker, he would appear to the American people to be a de facto president uh, because of the important role that he is playing in the government. Now, it would take from his uh, campaigning. There's no question about it. But he's uh, doing it subtly. Uh, he'd be making decisions for the nation that tell the nation which way he wants to go, how he's going to go. So I think he'd be getting all that campaigning just with the courses of action, the decisions he would be making on the Hill. And and I think that that is a very good suggestion. Uh, listening to you say it, I was originally against it, but I now think that having him in a governmental position, making decisions, because we know the Senate is not going to, we have a weak uh, Republican group on with McConnell in the Senate. It's going to make it more difficult. But with him in, in the office, I think uh, it would be a signal to the American people of the kind of decisions he's going to make. So, uh, you know, you've convinced me just listening to you, Dr. Mike, that, that that may be the best solution for them to do. Will they do it? Of course, that's another question. That's another question, yes, sir. I, I want to just chime in here a second, Mike. Yeah. Um, we're coming up on the next break. All right, it's got a minute to go. I think it's a great idea. It throws a monkey wrench into the whole system. General, I don't think he has to campaign anymore. He's got it. He's the front runner. And every day as a speaker, he'd be campaigning anyway. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And what he would do, we would protect him from being into these miserable, lousy, Gestapo, Stalin-type courts that he's in. We're coming up on the next break on the National Security Hour. You're on with General McInerney, Ed Hoagland, Dr. Michael Shoya, Colonel Mike, and we're happy that we're on five days a week, 7 p.m. The National Security Hour plays on AmericaOutloud.news. We're going to go to break and we'll be back for the final segment. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer, this stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, 
you're ready for anything. Welcome back. We're in the final segment of the National Security Hour with General McInerney, Ed Hoagland, Dr. Mike, and myself, Colonel Mike. I want to take it right to Ed. Ed, why don't you open it up on something with the military on the final segment? Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Colonel Mike. Well, I'd like to touch very briefly back on Trump. So I think Dr. Mike made a great point about Trump as speaker, and there's nothing in the Constitution that prohibits him from becoming speaker. But he also made the point that under congressional rules, because it's a separate branch of government, Trump would have full use of his voice and the courts couldn't silence him. And that would be phenomenally critically important. And you know, a different subject, and it ties in with everything else we've been discussing here today. Our military. Where was the last vestige of America's trust, faith, and hope in American institutions? It was the military until the last couple of years here when Bob got in, the Afghanistan debacle, <laughs> watching what I refer to as Mussolini Millie and Autistic Austin destroy our military with CRT, transgenderism, and other things. And so I'd like to get you all's opinions on, when, when we take a look at the recent polling, Americans' confidence in the military has dropped precipitously. It's about half of what it used to be right now. It, it's dropped from 70% down to about 45% in terms of people trusting the military. And then as we've talked about prior with DEI and other things being pushed in the academies, there, from my perspective, I see the purposeful intent to then compromise the military. And as, as you mentioned, I think, Colonel Mike or someone up front, they deployed that armored division around the Capitol. So when you take a look at everything else, what are they actually getting the military prepared for? Because when I talk at the Army War College each year, I ask the students there, I tell them, basically, within your lifetime, you're going to be asked to quell unrest in the United States. Will it be legal for you to do so or illegal? Will it be an illegal order? If it is, do you know what an illegal order is? Because that's where this is going right now. Back to you, gentlemen, for, for your thoughts. Dr. Well, Mike? Think, yeah, I, I think that um, the core rot is is lies in the presidency and and the refusal of the congress to participate in their duty to declare wars since 1945 we've been in wars that have never been declared and that the president was deciding not on how to win it but how to avoid the least the most international criticism of his actions we've had generals with all respect to you, sir, and I'm not including you in this this comment, but with generals who are apparently quite satisfied with leading men and women to their death, uh, without with knowing that their president has no intention of winning the war that they that he got them into. So I'm I'm of the opinion that the military uh, is poisoned by politics, and increasingly so over the past three decades. Uh, and and that has to stop. I'm never I've never been one who thought really there should be women in the military. Uh, it's it's a very difficult thing, but you know there are there are places for them everywhere. The military, in my mind, is not one of them. 
there is a, a certainly an over heavy number of, as the general has often said, of four star generals, of of maybe of all generals, but the quality of the general, it seems to me, has suffered grievously from uh, the government sending them to schools that are going to teach them how to hate America, or at least to have less concern for America, like Harvard and Yale and the rest of the so-called elite schools in this country. So, um, but winning back the American people's, uh, even a little thing. I've noticed in a couple of articles, some of the uh, enrollment in the South is even down. And I can't help but think that the the, the terrible way the Congress allowed um, the complete elimination of Confederate flags, Confederate bases named after the heroes of the South, and these are all Americans. These are not bases named after German uh, Waffen SS generals. They're generals in a, in a for a for a wannabe country that uh, fought to the death and lost and became came back to be an important source of our nation, and part of our nation rather. So it's it the military is a mess, and now they're looking. They say for for. Um, uh, some kind of a draft. And I would bet you that draft is going to be among illegal aliens who come here at military age and have no respect for the American people, society, the country as a whole, or the ideas behind the country. And they will be used for exactly what you said, uh, Colonel Hoagland, to, to, to slaughter the American people if the government decides that that's the route to take. Well, I, I want to chime in on this, uh, Colonel Mike. Clearly, the introduction of critical race theory, a Marxist ideology that was tacitly approved by the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, in testimony to the Congress, and the false way as... Uh, I have been monitoring both the Air Force Academy and West Point. As a matter of fact, I was on a board meeting yesterday with a new group called the MacArthur Society at West Point that is looking into these things. And not only have they introduced this Marxist ideology at the service academies, West Point, Annapolis, Air Force Academy, they are also introducing um, a, well, they've abandoned the honor system that we will not lie, cheat, or steal. And that is so paramount, even to this day, having graduated from West Point 63 years ago, it is, surrounds my whole life on anything I do. And they have abandoned it. And it's not just since Biden came in. This goes back a number of years that this was introduced at West Point and at the Air Force Academy. And so we have a major problem in our military. And I never thought it could happen. I just never thought it could happen. I used to go in the Pentagon before COVID four days a week and uh, on, on business that I was doing on an edge cloud. And, and the fact is I was, you know, listening to the generals and the captains, the majors, the colonels, 
and I never saw this coming. Uh, it is clearly, and, and of course, much of that was under the uh, Trump administration. It was also under the Obama administration. Clearly, the Obama administration deliberately did and laid in much of these characteristics that we're now facing in the FBI, the CIA, all that. And Ed, you saw it on the intelligence community side. Uh, I clearly saw it on the military side. So we have a problem that this nation has never faced before, that our greatest threat is a domestic threat, not a foreign threat. China is our number two threat. The domestic threat, which we've been talking all about today in the election, all revolves on what the Communist Democratic Party, the leadership has done to steal this election, to steal, inbreed the FBI and the intelligence community with people that want to destroy our Constitution. So we are facing the greatest threat our listeners must understand that this nation has ever faced. And it, every American, every American is going to have to, we the people, take this back. For no matter what your age is or your gender or whatever, we the people have got to rescue this Constitution. And it's coming up on this election. And I think that I'm now a prime proponent of President Trump becoming the Speaker of the House. It is Thank you, General McInerney. Thank you, General McInerney. Good to hear that one. Go ahead, continue. It is, it is now an imperative that we put him in a position that we've articulated here of, of a government position so the American people can see him. And then we've got to show how we're going to kill this corrupt election that they're going to use the, the mail-in ballots again, the cyber warfare again, just like they've articulated in unrestricted warfare for global domination to defeat the U.S. without kinetic warfare. So that's part of that facing. general part of that general. Let me just interrupt you a second. We have to let the people understand that it's also cultural rot. It's not just the the politicization of the FBI and and the CIA. We have a cultural rot in our country. Just look at what Gavin Newsom did the other day. He said, I got to get a black woman in. Well, they're all about racism, aren't they? And But she's got to be a lesbian. And then she's got to be part of a union. And then she's got to be part of something else. And guess what? She's got to live in Maryland while she's going to be a California senator. Come on. I mean, we have such cultural rot. People have to go bang down the church doors and say, listen, you're with us or against us, whether you're Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, whatever you are, Hindu, Buddhist, you got this is it. We got cultural rot in this country, too. And that's the bottom line. It's not just the military. It's not just the FBI. What they've done is destroy the whole country. And that's how communism works. We all know that because we grew up in the Cold War. Who wants a final look? Go ahead, General. Continue. No, I want uh, I want you all to pick up. I've teed it up for you, and uh, you're spot on. So let's let uh, Ed go, and then uh, Dr. Mike. And wrap go ahead, up. Ed. Uh, thanks, thanks, General. So, so on that, you know, I've talked about this many times. This is why I 
I wrote the book, A Cognitive War, because part of that, the global cognitive war and the domestic cognitive war. But the domestic cognitive war, this isn't just cultural rot. This is purposeful intent. This is purposeful intent, and it's been planned, and it's been growing over decades. And it is the existential threat to our democracy, our republics, and freedoms right now. And if we don't fix it, then we're in deep, deep doo-doo or deep atom shift, okay, a deep pile of shifts. But when Trump was elected in 2016, for two and a half decades prior to that, I had been warning conservatives about what's been happening in that security apparatus for all those decades prior to that, that what was happening, they were doing exactly what you said, Colonel Mike, the cultural rot. But they didn't believe it. And even now today, after the last six years, it's as if they don't still believe it. I don't know what to say, how to wake these people up, but hopefully someone will. Dr. Mike? Yeah, it, it, it is clear, Ed. You know, when I was still at the agency, and that would have been 2004, there was one day or two days, maybe one and a half days for uh, sexual perversion celebrations. And now it's a month. And who else, who knows what other kind of celebrations they're held in the intelligence agencies now that promote that kind of degeneracy? Um, they've, they've gotten rid of, uh, you know, certain people you don't hire because they have left families behind who can be used to influence them. Common sense in the intelligence business, they've gotten rid of that. So it's a, it, you're exactly right. It's, it's a rot that's now in the, in the places you would never expect it in the intelligence agencies, in the, in the, uh, military. And it's got to be stopped. One other point I wanted to make on Trump. If Trump is the leader, is the speaker, he may also have a chance to make it very clear to the Congress, congressional Republican rhinos, that if they don't get on board with what they, what the, what MAGA wants to do, they're not going to win their next election. So I think that's another little um, advantage we might have if Trump becomes a uh, speaker. We're coming down to the final minutes. Who wants to go next? Well, I just want to wrap it up and say uh, what you've heard me say before. This is, in fact, our our Battle of Normandy, our Battle of the Bulge, our Iwo Jima for every American. Uh, youngsters died then. Now, every one of us, we've seen uh, Dr. Mike mention Seth Rich, where he was murdered in two, 11 July 2016. They will go to any measure to cease and rub out our voices. We will be la labored, uh, labeled as MAGA Republicans, and we accept that, and they're going to come after us. But Colonel Mike, Dr. Mike, Ed, you've got the courage to come on. We're giving this National Security Hour so the American people can understand it. God bless you for doing it. All right, Doc General McInerney, I just want to give a shout out, Eddie and uh, Mike. Back uh, at the last election, when when Trump, we before January 6th, when Trump, uh, they say he lost in uh, November, General McInerney came on the Two Mike's podcast. And I got I got to say this to our national security audience on AmericaOutloud.news, who probably never heard the podcast. He came on and said that Trump has the Constitution in his favor He's the commander in chief. He can do what he has to do until this thing is settled. He could have called martial law. He could have done a lot of things. 
and we would have never had a January 6th. He could have said, look, until the dust settles, we want to make sure this election was. But what happened at that time? Trump had some seriously bad advice internally surrounding him, some bad apples, bad hombres and family members. And it was one of those will fight on the hill another day. We don't have that hill and we don't have the other day. So everybody's got to pay attention. Keep tuned to AmericaOutloud.news, the National Security Hour, Monday to Friday, 7 p.m. Great host. Here you got General McInerney, Ed Hoagland, Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, Lieutenant Colonel Sargis. Five days a week, 7 p.m. on AmericaOutloud.news. We got a couple of minutes before we wrap it up. Who wants to take it? If you don't mind me waiting here, Colonel Mike, because what General McInerney said and what you just said is very critical and important. And this is why Congress needs to pull their heads out of their rear orifices here and take a stand on the Hill, because this is not business as normal. If they do continue to be complacent and compliant, then all we're going to see is that the complicit and corrupt disrupt and destroy America. This is not time for happy and glad handshaking. This is time for all-out combat and war on the political legal side, okay, to stop these bastards from taking over this country and destroying it. That's my final word. That's your final word, and that's it for the National Security Hour. Remember, tune in, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday to Friday, five great shows every day. And don't forget to go 24-7, AmericaOutloud.news. AmericaOutloud.news, you've got to be there or be nowhere. Hey, I want to thank all of us, General McInerney, Ed Hoagland, my co-host, Dr. Mike, and myself for today. And share this video. Share this article. Share whatever we have to give to you. Today was one of the best shows we did. I want to thank all of you for being on. See you next week.